and welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. John is not here just yet. He's taking a I'm little Kathy. time to come back. But Kathy is here, as you says. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 183. Uh, L. Marshall says he's John right now. Uh, so, L. Marshall, okay. go ahead and jump in on uh, Skype and I'll put you in. Yep, John's gone. John's gone. Replaced. Yep. There goes John. With a cookie. And I'm John. <laughs> L. Marshall said he's John right now. Okay. I'm Marshall. I can't be Marshall. <laughs> I don't have the beautiful beard. Captain Mizzy says she's not John. That's fair. I am also not John this day. So, um... Welcome to episode 183. We're going to be talking about some um, model building, aka not Gundam, but Gundam-like, um, and also talk about some hobby stuff going on, um, because there is uh, something going on that I think probably would probably maybe help this person out a bit. Um, other than that, uh, we want to say that we did... Uh, have some change to our sponsorships. Nothing outrageous, but Muse on Minis is now our sponsor, uh, providing everything, uh, putting everything out for us. Um, we will be selling our own products, so if you have any products that you want, if you want to buy some dice, some widgets, all that other cool stuff, we'll be selling it. Don't forget that you can also check out and buy our t-shirts that we have on Teespring. And um, don't forget to check out Kathy on her channel whenever uh, she's been streaming, but we will be doing, and there is a poll up right now. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the new poll is, what would you like to see us stream more of? Um, we've got a few votes in there. Friends don't friends let go. Yeah. And <laughs> so we will be uh, doing a few different things on stream. Um, some of the things that we have been talking about is doing some RPG sessions. Uh, of course, John's Mech Warrior, some Gundam builds, some painting, just different things. Just all depends. Um, other than that, um, do we have uh, a shout I out? didn't say something. I said them first. Do Swill? I Come on, Marshall. It's good shit. I'll bring some over next time. You'll see. <laughs> so. Anyway, shout outs. Yes. Uh, well, kind of. Uh, RIP to Sticker Up and Minis, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Justin is closing his doors. The uh, pandemic and all has not, not been kind to him, unfortunately. And uh, I think he's getting all his stuff together so he can sell off everything he's got left and then close his doors. Just sad because he puts out quality products A to Z. They're all, I mean, everything they did was good. Never heard anyone say a bad word about him. And it's too bad to see some of the good guys have to uh, hang up their spurs, so to say. Yeah, whenever um, his website, of course, is taken down, and as soon as it comes back up, you'll see us. I'll post it on Facebook. Uh, that way, you can kind of help him out a bit, um, yeah. and everything. And that's kind of want to be the topic that I, you know, that we I'm going to bring up a little bit uh, during the podcast. Um, who else uh, passed away, John? Um, Sonny Chiba. Yes. If you don't know who Sonny Chiba is? You're going to have to go look it up because Sonny Chiba is a legend. He's one of the biggest. Uh, so. Japanese-born international uh, uh, actors. Uh, you probably know him best if you don't watch a lot of movies from Kill Bill. He was Hattori Hanzo. But that's just the tip on, you know, just the cherry on top of his fucking uh, 
resume there. He's been in a ton of things. His claim to fame, I guess, in the 90s when Quentin Tarantino was getting big, was uh, uh, the Street Fighter movies. Nothing to do with the video game, but some movies he made. Uh, Quentin Tarantino was a huge fan. Um, and uh, he brought him over and uh, introduced a lot of people to him. So, you know, sadness that he's passed. I mean, he was older. It was unfortunately complications from COVID. So uh, yeah. I think it's true for everyone here when I say fuck COVID. But yeah, he was a great. Um, I want to say I saw something some others, but I didn't see anything. Uh, it's Don, hard sometimes. To... Go ahead. Don Everly of the Everly Brothers passed away. Uh, the older oh, brother of the Everly Brothers. He was 84, so I mean, he lived. Uh, he lived. I was just listening to the Everly Brothers today. Yeah. And I... that's probably why, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I passed away today. Um, I saw that come through. Um, I think that was it. I don't remember anymore. Not that we missed anybody on purpose or whatever, but no, no. If you, you, you want to hear anything, some old timey vintage music? Look up the Everly Brothers. Oh, They're yeah. worth a listen. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can we can revisit that in the media section because we have a lot of other things to talk about. We can talk about some some music there too. Yeah. Um. Also, we want to thank all of our viewers and listeners. Uh, guys, please make sure you protect yourself. Go get the vaccine. Be safe. Still wear a mask. Um, we want to see everybody at the next conventions that we all go to, uh, which all three of us are planning on going to. Um, Adepticon Hug Con 2022. Hey, Hug Con 2022. Hashtag Hug Con 2022. Yep, that's that's or, what I'm calling it. Or what it. was it? Glomp Con is what John. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, I like my what, slime. That's what Bigger Dragon's calling it. Uh, I'm calling it Hug Con because I. I hug. Do you want ants? I'm a hugger. Because that's how you get ants. Interaction. Hey, thank you for that description. Yeah, thanks for the song. Thanks. We appreciate it. Um, but yes, we all are planning on being there. I've already got my hotel room booked um, and everything. I've, cause... I've uh, informed my work that I will be taking uh, that time off. If they don't <laughs> have someone for coverage, that is not my problem. <laughs> Um, I actually don't plan on doing a lot of uh, gaming at that one. I don't know if I'm, I think I'm just going to be doing a bunch of socializing. Maybe sit you down in uh, Fort Wapple. bring a couple things for a little bit of pickup games. Yeah. Uh, Fort Wapple can be busy too, so there's not always there's not always space there, but you know there's I'm always people there. Because uh, I have to actually take uh, what's the place with the hot dogs and everything? Portillos. Uh, Mizzy has never been to Portillo's, so I have to take her to Portillo's. Portillo's is a must. Yes. Portillo's and Giordano's, if you want to try the Chicago-style pizza, the really thick, full, it's like a lasagna, but without noodles, yep. but with a crust. Delicious. So definitely, definitely got to do Portillo's. Um, that's like a, a staple at least one day. Um and then, of course, see all the peoples and everything. I don't even know if I'll be playing in anything, really. Vanion um, will be there as well. What? Well, that would be cool. Yes, we introduced Gonzo and John to Lou Malnati's. I... And Al Marshall knows, too. Yes, Lou Malnati's. Yeah. I think I've been that, that's there. That's better pizza, even, than uh, Giordano's is kind of like a tourist pizza place. But there happens to be one down the road from the hotel. 
So there's not a Lou Malnati's uh, near the venue. I've been to Lou's. Um, my first Adepticon, I went to Lou's. But that was it. Okay. That's where I, I went. I think there is one nearby. But also, the other. what's the other place that I'm trying to think of, and I can't think of it? Fuka's Burgers. I've been there. It's, that's yeah. the... That's the they have amazing, crazy burgers, and every one of them is named after, like, some kind of heavy metal something, or they've got a Nurgle burger. I'm just saying. <laughs> that doesn't sound appetizing, actually. Well, no, I it wouldn't. <laughs> no. So, I think it uh, has onion rings on it. I'm going to go and switch over to the paint cam while we talk about this, because I do want to do a whoa, show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait, we got your drink. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, <laughs> we started talking about food, and I haven't eaten dinner yet, so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be starving. Oh, you want to talk about food? <laughs> we could do that all day. Oh, no, I'm just hey, like, late uh, lunch, so. done it, have done it. <laughs> I haven't eaten since, like, noon, so I'm, like, starving. So, guys, we appreciate everybody being here. Please make sure you get your shot. Please make sure you're safe. Don't get stupid. Protect yourself. We want to see all the conventions. That's where we veered off track. Uh, for all of us here, um, John, what are you drinking today? Uh, well, I have some uh, Japanese whiskey. Ooh. I'm going to throw off the shot for uh, Sony Chiba, and then I uh, made some into a mule. See how that tastes. Kathy? I am drinking a Merlot. Uh, I am drinking some Maker's Mark. Just going straight with that today. Um... Guys, be safe. We appreciate every one of you. Cheers. 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 I can hear my puppy winding in his crate. Marlowe is good with spaghetti. And uh, mm. I drank that out of a secret weapon shot glass because that's only appropriate. Ooh. That one hit strong. I don't have a secret weapon shot glass. Uh, well, they had it when I was ordering one day, and I'm like, I like shot glasses. <laughs> I mean, it's that or the, the painted uh, John one. I mean, it's... I have... Uh, I, I think I have two shot glasses in this uh, I own three asterisks, because I have those, and my uh, my ex-boss, Ed Sires, works at Games Workshop, uh, still does. Uh, got me one from the Bellagio when he was in Vegas one year, which was nice of him. And then I got a bunch of ones. The minis for the Midnight Moonshine come in little, like, mason jar shot glasses with lids and all. So I have a couple of those because they were awesome. Okay, so the model I'm going to work on tonight, which... Oh, that one. Okay. Is a Transformers... And it is a Megatron but Autobot. It's the, it's the IDW Autobot version. So you have to tell me the story behind this because while I'm going to work on it, I want to I want to hear the story behind why is he an Autobot? Because uh, I'm um, like totally flabbergasted by that. So in that IDW continuity, because I think they've rebooted since then or soft rebooted, um, the Decepticons weren't really necessarily the bad guys so to speak i mean they weren't good guys i mean when someone believes in peace through tyranny 
you know, but, uh, you know, the whole idea was that they're called Decepticons because they're saying you're being deceived by the main, by the government. Gotcha. So basically, you know, you ended up with the Autobots, the Decepticons, and then the main government of Cybertron. So, you know, that was sort of where the whole thing started. And then their, you know, million year war started. The whole thing is he sort of reformed and realized his way wasn't best in a, uh, uh, Lost Light series. Actually, it was towards the end of the More Than Meets the Eye. So they had two series going on at the same time, which was More Than Meets the Eyes and Robots in Disguise. One followed uh, Rodimus and his crew off to find the uh, Knights of Cybertron. And then the other one followed what was going on back on Cybertron. And this is after, like, years of continuity. So, like, uh, it was all interesting, but... Uh, he ended up with Rodimus and his crew, and it, it's a whole big thing. I can't really easily explain it because you're talking about explaining years of comics, not yeah. all of which I've read, but in a short time. But if you have um, uh, Amazon Prime or whatever their comicsology, they have a lot of the IDW Transformers uh, on those. So, cable lookout, they're really good. The More Than Meets the Eye and The Roots of the Skies are both very good series, not what you're expecting at all. I mean, if you understand Transformers a little bit or can read a wiki, they'll be really good reads because you can see, get an idea of where you are and read from there. Uh, they give a lot of the characters a lot of personality. Hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed the crap out of what I read. So, it was ones that I wish I was in to begin with because it looks like it was a hoot. Well, I mean, I've got this from my, you know, one of my local stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was at my hobby town. I think they're the only one that sells this stuff. Uh, and I saw it and I was like, oh, it's, it's Megatron. Cool. I'll buy it. I mean, it's a cheap one. It was only like 20 bucks or something like that. So, I mean, it's not like it's, you know, $200, $300 one. And, uh, the Bandai model? Um, might be. Uh, probably not. No. Takara. Flame Takara Toys. Oh, Flame? Okay, yeah, they do a lot of the uh, statues, too. Flame toys. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Furia model? Yeah. It's an authentic Transformers. Like, honestly, they have one for Drift, who's like a, a let's say, if in the comics he's a second-tier character, in other Transformers lore he's like a fourth-tier character. But he's known for being sort of samurai and former Decepticon, and he's got a really cool backstory. Like, honestly... The backstory for all these guys from the comics is super cool. It's like the old... I liken the IDW Transformers to the old original G.I. Joe comic from the 80s that Marvel did, where there's just so much backstory and personality wow. given to so many characters. I liked those G.I. Joe comics. I mean, I did, they were great. And I, honestly, like I've reread the first couple things because it was on Amazon Prime um, or Amazon Kindle Unlimited, whichever one it is. And... I like it better than most of the stories they put out for the for the movies. I mean, I don't hate either of the movies that have come out. I haven't seen Snake Eyes yet, but I can tell you that I'm not going to like Snake Eyes as much as I like Snake Eyes' origin in the comics because it's so much cooler in the comics. My brother had all the comics, and so I read all I was, of it. <laughs> that was the most, some of the first comics I read. That was, you know, uh, apparently according to my mom, I was not really reading. I was having trouble keeping up and reading. And then I got interested in comics. So she's like, hell yeah, if he's interested in reading something, I don't care. Yeah. And comics even back then are written at a high school level. 
so you learn real quick or you get lost. So she bought me all sorts of comics and, uh, you know, the rest is sort of history. You know, it's also funny when you start asking her what uh, certain words mean and you may be mispronouncing them a little bit. Oh, let's, I say ask your, let's say you ask your mom what ornery means, but you can't pronounce it ornery. You pronounce it like something else One similar. Right. More like, let's say it started with an H. <laughs> <laughs> and you ask about the car, and she's like, what? I'm like, it's right here. Like, oh, ornery. Okay. <laughs> there are a few one. words like that in books where I just brought my mom the book. There's, mm-hmm. in, in my very first non-picture book that I read, uh, I actually underlined the word. I brought it to my mom, and I was like, what? What is this word? And it was the word tissue. And I'm talking, I was like maybe seven or eight. So I, I, you know how they teach you to sound out your words and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and tissue is just a weird looking word for a kid who's just learning how to sound out their words and everything. And I'm like, tissue, I don't know. I don't tissue, I don't know. It sounds crazy, but every. (laughs) Like, my mom would buy me dictionaries and stuff as school started and everything just because I'd always ask for words and she they always there. She wanted to make sure I could find them. Nowadays, you just Google it. I Google yeah. it still. Like, there's so much knowledge out there. How can people go stupid? Well, it's and like... I also still remember when I first read The Island of Dr. Moreau, I must have been, I don't know, nine or ten. And the word grotesque. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the word... I wasn't pronouncing it right, and she was like, it's grotesque. It's French, so you don't pronounce the U-E on the end. It's just grotesque. We were talking about uh, recently, uh, we had a possum in our backyard. Um, We've had this friendly neighborhood possum that runs around, you know, doing what he does. And, uh, of course, my dogs were flipping out over it. Awesome possum. And, you know, it's (laughs) opossum to a lot Mm -hmm. of people. And I was like, yeah, it goes along I mean, the same lines of. If you wish to be wrong, it's pronounced opossum, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled opossum. Yeah. It is. But we all just say possum. That one I learned from a role playing book, actually, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness, because that was one of the animals you could be. And I'm like, what's this opossum? She's like, it's opossum. Like, oh, that makes sense. Why is there a no in front? Like, don't. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. If you ever have a question with the English language, don't. Just don't. Just go with it. Yeah. Doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, the amount of words we steal and then butcher. A lot. If I could cast ah, someone to pronounce accoutrement. <laughs> accoutrements? <laughs> uh, no, it's... Okay, sure. Sure, sure. It's fine. A to homage. <laughs> Homage. O M A G E. Homage. Because you yeah. don't pronounce the H. Because well, French. Yeah, because French. I mean, each language has got their idiosyncrasies. You know, Germans just happen to have a word for everything. It's probably and if loud. They, don't, they make it up by adding about five words together. Yep. Like Flammenwerfer. It warfers the Flammen. <laughs> I, do I have a... Oh, I have a Paulschenjäger over here. <laughs> Paulschenjäger, yeah, there you go. I have the Paulschenjäger up there. Uh, I don't have the Flammenwerfer. Flammenwerfer. 
I mean, it's a lot of things, you know. You, they just put words together, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it's hard because we use literal, literal translations. It's not always literal. It's often the concept of it. Mm-hmm. Like, does a flamen for really work for the flamens? Thrower. I know. <laughs> Trust me. It throws the flame. It throws the flames. That is sure. All right. So, I mean, language talk, comic talk. Yeah. Um, oh, I can talk it. about languages. It's silly. It is silly. It's a silly I'm, place. I am learning Dutch. I am learning it on Duolingo. So I practice almost every single day. And uh, I usually try and do it for about an hour. And it's been fun, and I'm, I can't speak it. I've been doing it for almost two years, two, a year and a half. I, I can't speak it. I mean, I, I can say some words, but if I were to listen to somebody and they were talking Dutch to me, I probably would only hear one out of 20 words and, and understand it. Oh, I feel you there. I uh, like Spanish. I don't speak good Spanish. I speak bad Spanish. I can, I can, I can surprisingly understand uh, more written. Oh yeah. Dutch than than I would have thought. I could. Well, we know a lot of words from root languages, and it becomes uh, you know just logical deduction what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's with German. It's funny. I've been learning that. There are some words in German that are very similar to words in Dutch, which, of course, they're both uh, Germanic origin languages. So they do have some similarities, but it's just surprising to me that, that again, like with German, I'm not even studying German, and I can understand. If I'm reading it, I I can be like, huh, that's, I bet that's that. That's the same word. I know that word. The engineer says he only knows construction site Spanish. That's true. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> I have been using um, iPhone's translator on my phone to, to speak to a couple of my parents. And so I've been learning more and more than I could. But yeah. Oh, cool. That's, oh, shit. When I, don't have my tra- when I don't have a translator at the school, I just use, uh, use my phone. Speak into it and let them speak into it. And we communicate that way. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do there. I actually used to, uh, I, uh, when I was running a kiosk in the Annapolis Mall, we had some guys who come by who um, were deaf and thus couldn't speak. So he'd come up and just, you know, he had a buddy with him the first time. He's like, he's deaf. So I'm like, okay. So I just got a pad of paper and we just wrote back and forth. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to try and sound it out or anything. Look, just, just here you go. Write it down. It works, right? Yep. And things, and today it? today it would just be phones. You'd just be like, yeah, text messaging it. back and forth. And I mean, I do that with Jim across the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. maybe get up and go into the other room and talk to him. Oh my god! I'll just text him. Yeah. 1990s. But yeah, you should you should get your. Get Duolingo on your phone, Gonzo, and and learn a little uh, 
in Spanish. A little extra hey, Spanish. You can learn bad Spanish with me. Yeah. V is learning German on Duolingo. And That's I'm super learning cool. Dutch. And my comrade is learning Dutch. My friend, my friend from high school, who I call my comrade, and I'm her comrade because we were in high school, and that's just how things are. <laughs> Wait, you speak with someone you went to high school with? What's that like? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do, I do. And uh, it's funny because I was out of touch with her for about 10 or 15 years, and it was through the magic of Facebook Yeah. That I actually got back in touch with her again and then i visited her a couple times when i went went to minnesota including this summer we had coffee for four hours <laughs> fair enough yeah i don't and, think of anyone i mean the closest i do is there's a guy who found me who i was who was in my class we were never super close but he made an effort so i make an effort back that's about it you know but then again you know if one of my buddy actual buddies from High school showed back up, but I just they just be in. That's how we go with the crew. Well, she is in touch with all of these the other nerds that I used to hang with. We used to play, uh, you know, D and D and and watch nerdy movies and all of that stuff. Big shock, I know. And uh, so through her, then I was able to get in touch with the rest of the group that we used to game with. Which is which is cool. But yeah, that's and that's all due to Facebook. So I, I really I don't have a problem with with that social media. I know there's a lot of people who can't seem to curate their their feeds. Yeah, know. you need you need I, to curate. I hide things. I block things. It's tough. So because you you need to curate your feed, but you also can't just create an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. That's why I have certain buddies who I'm like, I want this person in my life because there's they may have different views than me, but they're still a reasonable human being. That's why sleep for 30 days is uh, is a valuable tool on your feed when there's people <laughs> who are being tools. Oh, and Marshall says, Bowie and I went to high school together. I never killed him, so it's all right. Marshall, I knew you were in high school. I just wasn't in high school. <laughs> And hell gone, he was up in uh in this sort this sort of area where I live now. He's in the Glen Burnie area and I was down in uh Bowie and then uh Cape St. Clair, which is close to the Bay Bridge for Kathy. That's because I'm ancient. Yes, thanks. Oh, you know, so uh, Mo posted his uh models in our Discord here uh for these painting for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Hulk and Groot looking good. And then Furka posts a uh Devastator from and stuff from uh, War Machine. It says these are from my high school college days. I'm Wait, like, in what Discord? Uh, one of the ones I'm in. Okay. It's a, it's what we use for our uh, MechWare Online. All right. Okay. So, but we do all sorts of stuff. We're all sort of multi-nerds. But it is funny that he posted War Machine models like classic ones that are from his high school days. And I'm like, oh, fuck, not nah, feel old. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're the original metal ones, so it's, like, not horrific. It's not like, oh, here's my my colossal, colossal from when I was in high school. I'm like, well, fuck off. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're talking about game news. Uh, apparently, they're changing the rules for colossals. I don't know what they're doing with them. 
I just heard they're changing them. That's about um, the extent of my give a shit on that subject. They changed them up to make them a little bit more powerful. Yeah, that's, I, I stated that was... I, I was bringing it up because it's related to yeah, what we they, talk about. I don't... <clears throat> they made it where Colossals are a little bit more powerful. They um, they can't be strangleholded now, so they're harder to like knock down and everything or, you know... Stop them from being getting their ass beat is the best way to put it. Oh, wait. So I actually hit you with the spell and then managed to pop through your armor, but you're not going to get the extra effect because you're a special colossal. <laughs> so that was the one thing they did recently. That's a, that's a terrible balancing factor. Oh. Hey, I don't play the game anymore. I don't really care. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... That came up uh, just recently. I'm trying to see if there's any other hobby. I feel like there's some other hobby news that came up. I just don't really remember. I mean, if you care about Warhammer Plus, they're going to stream the first uh, video they're putting up there for free for a while for everyone. No. So, I mean, it's free video if you want to watch it. Mm -hmm. Look on their website. They'll give you all the details. If you care about that that backstory, it'll be super cool. Wow. So, I mean, if you don't care, then you don't care. How's our uh, build going? I got the two shoulders and now working on the arms. I'm trying to go as fast as I possibly can. Just, no, no, no. Don't go fast, but right. Well, yeah, I'm doing it right, but I'm just doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Legionnaire shared with me uh, a very cool, some cool Battletech minis on Etsy. Uh, if you guys are doing anything in any hobby, check out Etsy and use some of the keywords for your hobby. You might be surprised what's there. Hmm. Alternate weapons, weird, you know, alternate sculpts and stuff. Like, I've seen alternate Legion models. Like, oh, I want some Stormtroopers to look different. They got some. I want some Rebel Troopers to look different. They got those, too. You Especially want like the so. heads. Yeah, or the head. You want Jyn Erso, like you want a different Jyn Erso model to be like the leader of one of your Rebel Trooper squads. They got that. Etsy and uh, ooh, Shapeways. Take a look. Oh, yeah, we, you know, the one that pissed me off from, well, the one that oh, you yeah, were trying to piss me cool. off about on Friday, uh, uh, Gonzo. I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. I wasn't going to. Did you read it this time? I read it. Okay. Basically, uh, for everyone who was unknown, Atomic Mass Games said that they're still supporting Armada, but they don't have any new models planned for this year. Which is fine. That is actually the perfect thing to say. What you don't do is get on and ask, is Armada dead? Because the answer is obviously no, they just fucking said so. Because <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't help. I I still firmly believe that it's probably just going to disappear. As much as I don't want it to, because I know there's a lot of good fans of it, I, I just what? have this feeling. Why are you going to bring your negativity in here? I just have a bad feeling. I, 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 I think you're wrong. Hey, I hope I am. So I hope I am. Really, I do. I really hope I am. Because I know there's a lot of big fans for Armada and everything. But Like, everyone's upset, but I'm like, okay, what do they have to put out? Oh, wait, wait. What do they got? It's been it's been a tough year for game companies. Yeah, they that, said that gonna... aren't Games Workshop, you know, that don't have their that own printing gigantic, ability. Uh, 
fan base already built up over the course of, you know, 30 plus years. Um, because oh. you can't, you can't play tournaments. You can't take the games to conventions mm-hmm. and do demos and, you know, and run other events that are maybe non-tournament kind of things that we've seen at all these conventions. And so it's been a really tough time for all these uh, smaller, yeah. you know, miniatures endeavors. And they said all the right things. They said, we're going to work on getting more of the stuff in stock because there's a lot of ships that have been out of stock for a while. So they said all the right things. I don't know why people are taking that. Uh, you know, Gonzo's reaction was downright mild, if a little maddening, uh, when Kravak, who's a guy who talks about all sorts of uh, Star Wars uh, FFG games, completely lost his shit, like Legionnaires said. Holy crap. Who was that? Uh, a guy named Kravak on uh, YouTube. Um, okay. I watched him at first, but as we got in, he's he's strange. That's saying something. <laughs> came up for me. He's strange. Do you yeah, uh, have a like, tendency to knee-jerk reactions? A little bit. Uh, he also liked to guess things and play it off like, oh, look, I was right. No, fucker, you're in the playtest with us. You throw enough wild shit when you throw the one thing in there and go, I was right. Like, yeah, you were right. You're in the fucking playtest with us. Of course you were right. Come on, man. In any case, uh, yeah, getting reprints is good. Like Leisure says, you can't get Architans. You can't. There's a lot of stuff you can't get. I got a good portion of an Imperial fleet on eBay, you know, before COVID. But at that time, even, I couldn't get any of the support ships. So I'm literally stuck with what I got. You know, can't, it was the point where I walked into like games and stuff or saw it online or something. I saw a couple of the smaller ships. And I just went, I bought them. And I'm like, I'm not waiting because I want those ships. You know, someone might need them. If anything, I like having a second fleet so I can teach people. Mm-hmm. I like the game. It's not going away. They're going to reprint stuff and get it out there. They're still working on, uh, for people who don't like the card mechanic, they're working on a card pack, which should come out eventually. That'll have all the cards. You don't have to buy ships just for cards. Because let's be honest, I understand that. And through the early parts of their games, they're going to be like that. But eventually, they'll make a card pack because they have to. They're going to understand people aren't going to buy all the models. They're not going to get money for that. They're just going to hurt the game. So eventually, they'll make a card pack as soon as they can. Marvel might be different because of the artwork issues. That's what I've heard, but I don't know for sure. Question on. Um... The Armada stuff. Didn't they just do like a bunch of clone stuff, or was yeah, it? Yeah, clone. Because I just clone and that, got, that uh, wasn't much. There wasn't much in the clone and separatist stuff that people were like, uh, "I want more of this stuff." To be fair, I looked the ships they have to offer. They don't have many more they could make. It's not like there's a. It's not like there's a shit ton of ships there. Gotcha. You know, they made a handful of ships. They all had the same sort of ships. And to get anything that's not in the actual canon, remember, everything's got to go through Lucasfilm and be okay. And I don't have any inside knowledge here. This is just me talking. But everything has to go through Lucasfilm and be okay. So if they want to get some ship that may have appeared in a book or something, they still have to get okay, figure out what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, think about how long it was before they actually started getting some of that stuff. I mean, they were lucky to get some of the earlier stuff. And it does kind of suck that, you know, Rebels Imperials have you know, 50%, maybe maybe twice as many ships. I don't really think twice as many ships. Um, 
But uh, they have more ships for Imperials and Rebels than they do for Separatists and Clones. Unfortunately, it just happens that way. There's not like they showed a lot. It wasn't that... That series wasn't as big on the space battles, so... No, it wasn't. It was more of a ground fight than anything. Uh, El Marshal, shiny. And he asks, for those of you who are listening and not on, not on the live or the YouTube, uh, if you're a murderous infantile redhead in the Marvel Universe, do you rock a tactical code pistol or do you accessorize with something shiny? Shiny. Oh? Hydra's about Flash. Gotta be. You gotta make an impression. That's how you keep the intimidation on. Now, Crossbones would be about the tactical color shit. Yeah, there, there, was, there was quite a bit of storm over that, and I was kind of curious. Uh, it wasn't really I, a storm. It was really just, you know, Kravik lost his shit. You, uh, <laughs> you're pissing me off. People, on, people in my Discord are pissing me off. But the stupid thing is, I was having a good Friday, too. <laughs> I really hope that it doesn't go away. Um, uh, it won't. I mean, it's that's money. Why are they going to throw any money? Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, we have to realize these are untested times. I mean, how, a, a, a business that I never gave a second thought to existing because they made such a quality project that everyone bought, Secret Weapon, just went out of business. Like, let's keep in mind, these are tough times. Oh, yeah. So if you guys can, and if you see that company, you want to keep going. Make sure you're buying their shit. Yeah, make sure you support those people. I mean... And do it through your local game store if you can. If not, try and... You know, it's it's the hierarchy of buying. Local game store, online game store you respect, like Discount Games, Inc. And not because we're sponsored because Jay's actually a good human being and does good stuff. And then after that... Whatever you feel right. Like, I buy some stuff on Amazon, I'm not going to lie, because sometimes it's just easier, because they've got it in stock and know to get here in 12 seconds. Damn, that's a quick turnaround. And, uh, honestly, they often have a discount. But if not, i just got to get it at the local store, or I'm going to check discount games if i got a big enough order to get free shipping. Occasionally miniature market, you know, but rarely eBay, if I can help it. Just try and support those people you want to be around to support. Like, I hate to say it, it's like to say Amazon won't you know won't go away, but let's just remember you should be buying stuff from them when you can because you do want them to stay around. And if everyone were to stop buying from them, they would eventually go out of business. So it's unlikely with Amazon, but keep that in mind for everything. Just because they're big doesn't mean it can't there's no such thing as too big to fail anymore. So support those you want to be around. But like Leisure says, make them the last choice because you're gonna buy a lot of random shit. Like, you're going to be like, oh, God, I need deodorant. I'll get it on Amazon because it just gets delivered. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I drink Propel water. They never have it in the store. I just buy it at Amazon. They deliver a case. And then baby, I'm bitches about getting it in the house because I got a heavy case of water or two sitting outside. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Legionnaires had his uh, girlfriend buy some stuff at my local gaming store, one of my local gaming stores, when she was coming through the area because they had it in stock. That's what oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah, anytime I go to like a tournament or an event or something, I try to oh, buy, yeah. I, I buy something from the local store. I mean, even yeah. if I've gotten, you know, I've like a won a door prize or whatever, I still provide some extra cash flow to that store. Yeah, back when we were doing uh, Warhammer Fantasy tournaments uh, at Hobby Town in 
Frederick, which is hell and gone. Like, it was literally like a 45-minute drive for me and not Russia and Dave. But we'd show up, and we'd play, and we'd have a good time, and we'd buy something from the store because we want them to keep doing it. They're like, oh, no, it's free entry. I'm like, that's cool and all. We're buying something because we want you to stay in business because you're doing something we like. You know, it's good to get in touch with some other guys outside our normal meta. Can't really do that so much right now, but... It's like, you know, if we go down to Gritty Goblin, which is the other store, we'll buy something there. I've been in there twice, bought something every time. I haven't been in a new one yet. Yeah, a lot of things are getting canceled, Legionnaires. We're going, we're, this, this, this is the actual COVID second wave coming. What else got canceled? Uh, his, his girlfriend had an event up in uh, Kansas City, got canceled. Oh. Uh, keep an eye on anything, anything you guys have scheduled that's going to be coming up there's a chance it might get canceled. Yep. Take a look at the local COVID restrictions. That should give you an idea how close it is to being canceled. I think we're at the point where very few things are going to, but it may happen. So keep it in mind. Uh, every It's easy Google search to find local COVID restrictions. You know, Take a look, see what they're looking like, and then you can know what's likely to happen with it. You know, I had someone ask me, like, hey, for this show, for this client that I cover... What are local COVID? What the, what's the COVID restrictions be like? Well, like, I don't know. Let me check to see what the convention center and area says. So I just quick Google search. Like, this is what it says. You'll find a lot of if you bring your your vaccination proof, you don't have to wear a mask. If you don't bring it, that's fine. You got to wear a mask. Just keep an eye on that stuff. And please, please, please don't give the people doing their job shit for it. it ain't their fault. Ain't their choice. Is it side, does it go sideways like that, Gonzo? Yeah, it's, just, it's it's supposed to go like this. Just sure, because really? I look, I looked, it looked like it. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, you're doing it. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah, it's just really tight. That's what she said. I knew that was coming. Hey, you stop doing praising. <laughs> uh, so, anyone else have any topics? I think that was all the miniature-related stuff that came up. I mean. In other news, Games Workshop still makes a wonderful models, and uh, that taco place is still following and liking my tweets. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, it's cool. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get when I paint the taco truck. I'm gonna go like, all right, what's your, what, what's your colors and all that? Let me go. I, I, that sounds fun. Now I'm um, Studios is a new studio because uh, two different artists merge together. So oh, okay. they have I'm a not... Patreon and that's another one. Their STL file and they Patreon. do amazing, amazing work. Now, so one of them was oh, what? And I, I can't think of either one of the artists. My my mind is blanking. I have a thing in front of me. It's just Nom Nom Studios. It says for three D printing. And uh, hey, Elbow. And I'm certain that. Gonzo is familiar with at least some of the stuff that's on here. Yep, that's another good one. Uh, not just for us, but for everyone. If you have someone you like what they do, obviously, if they're on Twitch, subscribe so you guys don't get the fucking stupid commercials because the commercials suck. We don't get anything for those, so subscribing is a good way to get around that. But also look at Patreon as an option. If you can live with the commercials... You're definitely supporting them directly then. Look at the, the swag. If they've got swag, if they've got uh, a cool t-shirt or something, 
take a look at that. That's a good way to support those people, and it helps them. Whether it be game-related, artists, whatever you can find, anything you like, your YouTube channel. Like, I do a lot of supporting YouTube channels because when I look at one of their videos, I've got ad block. I don't see fucking ads, which is good because YouTube's ads have gotten fucking egregious. Oh, they're horrible. But, uh, you know, I give them money when I can because I want them to keep doing what I'm, what I'm doing, what they're doing. But I don't want to see stupid commercials, so ad block is a thing. So I try and give them some, you know, you know whatever. Buy t-shirts from people. Do what you can. Yeah, YouTube ads are worse than cable. The only thing worse than YouTube ads was the, the ads on Paramount or then CBS All Access. If you get the cheaper version that comes to commercials. And by the way, don't do that. Fuck those people. Motherfuckers, we're paying you money. Don't put commercials in there. Like, with commercials, that shit was unfucking watchable Anyway, sorry. Rants. Mini rants. You know, I'm full of them. The Support people you like. Desk, I think he's dying. No, light bulb. We hardly knew you. It's, it's flickering. It started uh, the other day. It would flicker once in a while, but now it's more frequent. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I mean... The, the small little donations, if you can afford them, help mm-hmm. out more than you think they do. Yeah, absolutely. Way more than you think they do. But never feel like you have to. Like, for us, for anyone, we're, we're doing this. We're all good. If you could afford to and want to support us, we appreciate it. Or anyone. But, you know, just keep that in mind. It's all things we have to do together to keep the stuff we love going, you know? Because, again, like... We thought about uh, Secret Minis. I was like, they're not going to go away anytime soon. I'd use them for my bases for Malifaux. You just you don't think they're going to go away, and then suddenly they do. And you're like, what's going on? Yep. You love all that paint they have. I love my Secret Weapon paint. It's such a niche thing, and they're such a tiny company. But he did such a good job. Uh, he had an Ann Forster of, of Reaper Miniatures formerly of Reaper Miniature. No, she still does things with Reaper. Anyways, she developed it with him, and they're phenomenal paints. His pigments, his weathering pigments, and his uh, technical uh, paints, like the engine grime and... Oh, and yeah, so good. ...and all those, they're, they're amazing, and they're so useful for scale modeling and there are certain ones that I like just to add into my you know when I'm painting leather when I'm painting wood when I'm painting skin I use I use these paints all the time well I used to but you know I've gotten to the reaper clears and that's kind of it and my secret weapon paint has felt fallen by the wayside a little bit but they're such good paints yeah and uh, Legion brings a good point. There's a chance that maybe some company could buy his IP or his stuff or whatever. I'd hate to see those paints just disappear completely after all the research and, and work they put into developing them. Yeah, Marshall, I was using uh, the pumpkin bases for uh, some of my Malifaux models, too. Uh, don't know what I'm going to do. We're going to have to back up and punt. Or when his website comes up, spend a lot of money, give him a nice going out sale. Yeah. Oh, the pumpkin bases, yep. Yeah, they're good. Field, field of Screams. Yes, Field of Screams. They're good. I used them for some models that just look right on. 
because they were kind of kind of horror-y style models. So, oh, Crazy Cat Lady Crew, that's cool. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. But yeah, so keep all that stuff in mind when you're going. Is you know, it sounds like we're getting kind of preachy. We're not trying to, but we just want to make sure that you know all the companies we love stay around. You know, they don't get handouts from the government like the big boys do. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, I'm just laughing. I mean, sometimes you laugh because it's funny. Sometimes you laugh because it's true. Yeah. Looks like those are snapping together pretty well. Yeah, yeah. looks like it's going together well. Yeah, not, not any issues. I, there was one small issue where they didn't label a part. Uh, didn't put the number on it. And I'm like, uh, what is that? Oh, and, so they pulled uh, an Atomic Mass Games? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey-o! So I was like, uh, what is that? There. I can't figure that out. So I was like, uh, I'm going to have to figure what that is and just go by look of the look of it. Yeah, it's so yeah, keep that stuff in mind, everyone. Uh, but support the hobbies you love, but make sure you're taken care of too. Don't spend more than you can. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough time. We're all trying to survive together. Uh, oh, also, uh, I'll bring this up now since we're getting close to media section. I will be taking part of a oh, yeah. uh, charity stream next weekend. It'll be during my normal time for uh, Sunday morning Mech Warrior. Uh, Sir Arminus is doing uh, another Mech Warrior and other gamer stream. You know, he streams a bunch of games and all. He's a disabled vet, and he's gonna make mo he's gonna raise money uh, for what is the name of that? charity project new hope inc so it he's gonna go uh from 7 a.m eastern till 11 p.m eastern time but from about nine to noon we'll be dropping together in mechware online and having fun and all so if you guys care come check that out we'll post it on the that reoccurs in the chat here all week while you're streaming your mech warrior I'll try and bring it up and, and post it. We can, uh, I guess what I can find here. Let me. I'm terrible at this. Sorry. I'm a terrible person. If he person. wants to know, will it be a multi-stream that you're doing? Uh, I will probably stream and he will probably stream or I'll just, uh, we'll just, uh, stream what he's doing. We'll see, uh, what we're going to do with that. So I'm not really sure. Multi-stream is pretty easy. You can just Google how to do that, and it's yeah, it's not hard. Then you just put a command in the in the stream for multi-stream, and it'll give people the link to the other person, and then you can be watching both the streams at the same there time. There is his Facebook for those of you who are interested. He's actually currently looking for ideas for incentives at certain levels, but I definitely would hope that people will jump in. I know it's kind of early morning. That's sort of just when I do my thing on uh, Saturdays or Sundays. So we'll, uh, we'll see there. But uh, I was watching. He came by and gave us a follow, which is super cool of him because I've been retweeting his stuff online. Um, and then uh, we we chatted a bit when he was he was after I got done and decided I think that'd be a cool thing to do. So there we go. We're going to do that. Engineer so, says a hobby question. 
Oh, good. If you okay. have to fill structural gaps in metal models, what do you suggest? Well, I have some ideas about it. And uh, and I can tell you what I used for the uh, the metal mauler, dryer mauler, dryer troll mauler, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. You know, that big one. Comes yeah, like dryer mauler. Yeah. So I, put, I had to paint the metal one. And, oh, my God. Did I need a lot of green stuff? I so that's what I use, green stuff. You uh, can also, uh, if you need to do harder stuff with it, like if you're gonna need to do some hardcore stuff with it, try brown stuff, which is the same, just dries a much harder. It's, it's harder to find, but yeah, also look it up as needatite. Can e a d a t i t. Just put yeah. a bunch of glue in it and zip kick it real quick. Not if there's no. a giant ass no. gap. No, don't do that. Don't do that. As usual, don't listen to anything. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yes, need it tight. Um, so yeah, the brown stuff's so only if you need it to be more sturdy than green stuff is. If the green stuff, you're like, eh. It's harder. It's more brittle. But you can shape it more crisply, and you can carve into it and file it better than green stuff. And it's better for structural. It is legitimately structural in the model if you're worried about it not working. Yeah. Green stuff, I can do it. Though, honestly, yeah. it's structural. I would suggest a pin and then form the green stuff around stuff around oh, the Oh, absolutely. Do you know how many pins I used in that mauler? I um, used a ton of pins. I had. A, I, put, I have that same model. Let me think how many pins I used in mine. It's like one chest piece to the other chest piece pinned on the front and the back. And then I pinned that to the oh, pelvic no. area, I think. As I'm, if I did this like 10 years ago. Or I was like. putting him together as I was doing something else. Like he was sitting on my table. And I'm like, oh, look, I got this extra green stuff. I'm like, oh, I got that totally empty torso. So I just filled the whole thing with green stuff. It's like. I did not even consider filling the whole torso with green stuff. Like, but I pinned what? the shit out of that model. Uh, but I would also say you have other options. You could use something like Milliput or Procreate, uh, or you could use Aves Epoxy Sculpt. Any of those work. They're all two-part. Uh, yeah. They're all two-part ones. If you want, I can send you a video on YouTube I've saved about Epoxy Sculpt. I love Epoxy I Sculpt. I need. I actually need more of it in here because Jim usually has it down uh, downstairs, and I need some for for you know for me uh, and uh if your uh uh pinholes got wallowed out just use bigger pins like literally people forget like well we usually use paper clips or what have you you can buy brass rod in the appropriate thickness it's not that hard in fact you can probably just go on uh micromark they probably have it there i'll be honest i'm not 100 sure Hanger but wires is L. Marshalls. Or yeah. that, you know. <laughs> it's improvised. Marshalls actually the one I was so surprised he just used paper clips and improvised. I would have thought he would have been a number one brass rod type of guy. Oh, I, lo I love my paper clips. Yep. You I can get absolutely. Brass. I get the freaking box of paper clips. So if you get a, we get a multiple boxes of paper clips because we go through them. Oh, yeah. Although not as much now that we're doing uh, resin and and plastic stuff more than uh, metal these days, it seems like. Yeah. 
But you, but you can literally just go online and find places that will sell brass rod or stainless steel rods or what you need. My, my homework or any other model just, railroad hobby type just, store. Just Google it. Literally, just Google yeah. it. That's what I do nowadays. If it's yeah. not on the site, like Marco Mark you know has what? some. They're on Amazon, too. Yep. So, yeah. But just make sure you know what thickness you need. There's no way to do that without phrasing. Sorry, that's all I got. Because, hold on, I'm trying to see if I can phrase this. Not fuck it, because that damn thing has got to get in the hole and fit tight. Legionnaires needs a thinner pin, but a deeper drill hole. Okay, that's easy. Just get a longer <laughs> drill. Yeah, just get in there with the longer drill, drill that shit deep, then put that thinner pin in. Sometimes you just got to face that shit head on. No, no. <laughs> like, fuck it. Ain't no way to say this that ain't terrible. But, so yeah, there ain't no way to terrible. say this without being. So that's what I say. I mean, but yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, I am a big fan of brass. Rock. I mean, honestly, if the paperclip works, though, like, test That's it. what I've used is a lot of those paper. Because they're paper so clip. cheap. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've never, I don't know if I've ever had brass rod in the house. It's always been paper clips. The product I can't find that I'm so upset about is P3. Their best product was the brass rod with the appropriate size drill bit. Ah, okay. Like, See, like, I have the drill bits for oh, yeah, but that that I use for the paper clips. I have that size, the number 64 together. or number 65. Uh, or is that number? It's a hashtag. Anyways, uh... But it was good to have them together. Because you know, like, oh, what size drill bit this is? It's right fucking there. This is going to be a good size model. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be. That's what she said. <laughs> We're all the perv today. <laughs> all day, every day. Today? Yeah, I mean. Mo says, greening pins are good and cheap <laughs> if you need something a bit stronger than paper clips. I actually, we did use coat hanger once for uh, for pinning together parts of the Forge World Chaos Mammoth thing. Uh, you can go there, but honestly, uh, for uh, for pins engineers, I want them to be the correct size, so I often buy correct ones online. I need X size, so so here's what it is. So we got for the uh, first page. Oh. All right. Yeah. Arm, got two arms on. Two arms. I wanted to do the gun real quick because, of course, it's just three pieces. I mean, yeah, it's fusion cannon is a uh, very iconic part of Megatron. Yep. So I wanted to do that real quick. But, I mean, there's not much left to the model. I mean, we got to do this part right here and then this. So it's the torso and then the legs. So, I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, it was what, an hour? About an hour, yep. About an yeah. hour for the arm, both arms. That's not bad. And I wasn't not doing like a lot of, not a lot of scraping and stuff because it was cutting kind of clean. So he'll be a decent size. He'll probably be. Well, their models are generally about the same size as I think. Uh leader scale or masterpiece scale transformers if i remember correctly 
Not that it helps anyone but me, but hey, there you go. And I believe it is uh, media time, isn't it? Media yes. time. Media time. Take those off. I felt really old today as I was taking those cards and like looking at them, and I had to uh, use two different sets of glasses. To look at them because they have some pretty small like things on there to to look at, and I was just kind of like, oh crap. So. Mm. Okay, so did we want to go and close the poll? Everybody voted. We could just leave it go. Yeah, just leave that poll alone. We got twelve minutes to go. Twelve minutes on the right. poll. Uh, make sure you vote so you can tell us. Oh, L. Marshall's hell hydrate. I'm gonna hydrate with some whiskey. I'm gonna hydrate Cheers. with some water. That's how you hydrate. Some good old fashioned H two O. Man, I'm getting hungry. So what are you gonna eat once we're done? Um, I believe it is a. Uh, stir fry type thing. I'm not sure. So I've been doing a lot of the HelloFresh. I, I say, if, by the way, if anybody wants a free box of HelloFresh, let me know. I've got like three boxes to give away uh, of HelloFresh if you want to try it out. Um, I really like it. I think it's amazing. Um, it is just a simple 30, 20 to 45 minute cook time with it. And I've been, I make it up. Uh, eat it, do the thing for two. Uh, I buy extras for uh, lunch. Um, and they've been really good. I've, I mean, they've tasted really well. I immediately 100% agree with this. Um, yeah, a little bit on the expensive size, but I'll take that to, I don't have to try to figure out what to make. It's already all there for me, <laughs> which makes yeah, it a big convenience. Nice. Hey, John, you've got that one. You know that person pretty well, don't you? <laughs> yeah, sure. I got this. Which I noticed that uh, you were getting quite a few of those. Cause I, I get the messages that uh, you know, you've been blocking in. It's harder to do this in... Uh... Mm. Can we do it real quick? Uh, no, I mean, I can take care of part of it. But... Man. Yeah, but I like to report them also. Oh, yeah. Report done. Really? Because when I do a report online, it makes me actually uh, doing. Doing. <laughs> All right. Well, then you do it. Yeah, I did a whole, whole bunch this week. We had a bunch. Yeah, I saw that. I, I get it. I get an email about every every time y'all ban and report somebody. I'm like, oh, John's streaming. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys. All done. All good. That light bulb is flickering. It's driving me nuts. So, media section. I technically have one, two, two actual things that I watched. One that I caught up in another episode. And then two trailer stuff that I wanted to talk about. Oh, well. We might uh, overlap quite a bit, but uh, the only one I'm going to talk want to talk about is the first episode of What If, since I finally saw it. Okay, what'd you think about What If? Uh, I liked it. 
What what do you think I of mean, the I, animation? Because that, that kind of threw me off at first. I thought it was fine. Okay. Uh, it reminded me of an upscale sort of the Star Wars. Uh, there was a Star Wars animation they did. Uh, just little quick hits um, on the Star Wars channel, YouTube channel, that I really liked. It's like an upscale of that to a little more detail. But I like where they went with it. Um, it was a good story. Um, I like that they're keeping them. So the what-ifs in comics are tend to be sh a shit ton more negative. And I think we'll see that like with this fighty zombie hunter one that's going to be coming up. That's a classic uh, what-if. Um, but I like that it was a little more positive and not negative. Uh, uh, it was cool. It's a good way to introduce the Watcher because there's no other easy way to introduce the Watcher because you don't have narration. Uh, being that we're talking about this, don't have narration for the movies, so it'd be hard to introduce him any other way. Like, you saw a clip of him in... Uh, the second Guardians movie. But. Um, yeah, I think he was just standing there like the thing went flying by or with, something. The ship went flying yeah, by. Yeah, with, with, he was there with Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Stan, Stan Lee came out. But yeah, so it's a good way to introduce him. So I'm looking forward to that and they can do a lot of cool things with it. Uh, episode oh. two was really fun. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it a lot uh, type thing. I, it was a different take. Um, this one was, uh, what if T'Challa got taken up instead of Quinn as Star-Lord? Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was really interesting. There's a lot of like, what, uh, okay. Uh, yep. I, I've right. heard some things about it and I agree with one thing I heard, but I'm not going to spoil it before I've seen it. So, yeah. but I mean, it was interesting. It was fun. It was just a good story. It was, it was entertaining. Um, and that's yeah, what, what that's... it's supposed to be just entertainment. Yeah, they're not I, love, I like how they're getting most of the big voices. I mean, they're not getting like the A-list actors, but they're getting anyone lower than A-list actors. Yeah. They had Haley Atwell, they had Sebastian Stan. They had a lot of voices in this thing. Even Toby Jones came back for little parts he had there, which was great. But they didn't get Chris Evans. I mean, Chris Evans is a lot of money for voice actor, understood. It's all good. But no, I was pleased with that. I thought it was good. I like that it's just quick, bite-sized, get it done. You've got to, uh, you know, you got to get do what you can with it. You know, it's yeah, because I it's think good. This... I don't want to say filler, but it's good entertainment. In the meantime, while we're waiting for stuff to come out. Yeah, because I think this was the last project that uh, Chadwick Boseman did was the What Ifs. Yes. Um, and he immediately signed up for it too. I read an article where that um, was one of the things he said. It was like, I yes, one hundred percent, I'll do this. Let me lend my voice to whatever I can for every Black Panther that I can. Here's the thing is he knew more than anything what impact he was having mm -hmm. and he was he was all in for it, which makes it all the sadder that he passed. I mean, because he was genuinely seemed like a good dude, a a great actor, just from out of nowhere. I mean, I was thinking about it. A lot of actors come in, you see them for a couple of years, you're like, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they grow into being good. You know, I, I thought uh, I listened to a podcast from the uh, one movie podcast I listened to. Um, they were doing Fast and the Furious, doing all of them. Uh, and I think about Michelle Rodriguez in her first couple movies was not a good actress. But now she's in a movie and she's solid. You're like, she's absolutely great. She could do all those things. But the original ones, she was not very good. I thought of uh, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. Because Forrest Whitaker was in um, one of his earliest roles that I remember was in Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he was not good in that. 
But nowadays, he's like, you're like mad respect for Whitaker, but it's because he paid his dues. And like any skill, you get better as it as you better at it as you go, and it's good to see that. But he just just came out of nowhere and was immediately just fucking great. I'm just curious what he did before that that we never saw. That was probably also good. Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. Yeah, Marshall, if you want some Forrest Whitaker, Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. Uh, it was on my mind because I uh, went through and put all my 2019 movies I watched on Letterboxd, just so I can keep track of them all. Hmm. I have that list. I have the, to do the 2020 version, and I haven't kept track very well for 2021. Actually, I've been putting it on Letterboxd directly, but not my spreadsheet. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I give it... Uh, I, don't know, I don't see the reason to give it anything other than zero. I mean... Maybe one. It was short, but the first episode, good. Though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, and case I was wondering, IGN can go suck it because they called it terrible or mediocre, and it was very much not either of those things. I keep forgetting but, about they it. it. Remind me to watch did? it. What's was that, that? IGN? IGN did, yeah. Really? Yeah, they shit. Yeah, shit on it. That's weird. I wouldn't think that. I mean, not uh, not shit on it. So I'm going to tell you this. This is a harsh thing for us to hard thing to realize. A lot of people out there are still misogynistic as fuck, and anything that involves a <clears throat> powerful female lead character gets shit on. Yeah. Sorry, it's true. You're right. How else do you explain the bad vibes behind Captain Marvel, which is arguably one of the better uh, origin movies for Marvel, but people just shit all over it? Like, why you can't handle a strong female? It's the only thing I can think of. Because otherwise the quality was there. I see what people even I know and, and like. Sometimes I just hear they say stuff and they don't even realize what they're doing. It's just ingrained in their fucking skull. Like old people with racism. <laughs> and not even necessarily hateful racism. Just the way they were brought up. It's not a good excuse, but that's what they got, you know? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I guess Zero is fine. I mean, watch it. It's good. So Disney Plus. You know Disney Plus? Probably the most worth the streaming service. Oh, yeah. If you like Marvel and Star Wars and old Disney stuff, come on, you can watch The Black Hole at a moment's notice on that. How good is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do I want to talk about? And both y'all can be in on this. Uh, so I was floating around Amazon Prime, uh, just trying to find something to watch because I was just digging around and seeing things. And I was and like, you watched you know Robo Vampire? No. Beastmaster? No. But but it's an old show, an old movie, an old Ron Howard movie. Willow? Okay. It was Willow. It was Willow. So I got the Blu-ray sitting on my uh, desk. Yeah, my it is table. Willow. I, I put it on while I was opening, you know, and dealing with my cards and stuff and watching it. And, you know, I, I, I was there when you put it on, it's like three and a half hours on Amazon Prime. And I'm like, what the? And what it is, is there's a bunch of, like, deleted scenes and a bunch of information and the trailers and behind-the-scenes wow. stuff well, on the show. So I thought, be honest, like, it's Willow was the best fantasy movie until Lord of the Rings came out. Well, you know, It was, was fantastic. It is fantastic. I just rewatched that this last year, sometime in the last six months. And, it's on my uh, list, because I got the Blu-ray. It's fantastic. I haven't opened it's, yeah. it's still yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, it, it was interesting because some of the behind-the-scenes footage or some of the other things, uh, they were the ones that started doing a lot of CGI in the movie. 
uh, they're the ones that started it because right after that, all the Terminator, you know, with the liquid metal, they helped, you know, bring all that in. Because if you remember, you know, when they were, he was trying to change Bad Morta back into her regular form, um, or whatever her name was. Can't remember. Uh, Finn Rizal. Yeah, Finn Rizal. Uh, changed her back into forms. You know, she morphed into all these different, you know, animals. And they talked about that a lot because that was something brand new technology. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the articles from back when it came out. That was a big deal, The uh, the all that they did. It was impressive. Yeah, because they showed uh, one of the behind the, one of the deleted scenes, which was a fish boy uh, that was trying to stop Willow from crossing over and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> getting to the island. It was interesting, um, which I never knew about. Uh, and then there was another scene where Willow... Um, was trying to um, confuse one of the trolls by doing, you know, stupid magic tricks and stuff. And it was like, we cut this out because it just didn't make sense type thing. <laughs> uh, and then Warwick actually, uh, I guess voting's over for the poll. Uh, also, the uh, Warwick actually did his own behind-the-scenes footage from his view and his height. And he had like a mini little, you know, uh, oh, cool. a little thing that he was doing and such. And they talked about that, and it was interesting. Um, so it was good to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'd seen some of it before, but not like the deleted scenes. And that he did his own, because they actually did a little story on him, you know, and showed him when he was in Return of the Jedi. And he looked, you know, of course, stupid, super stupid young-looking. Because um, he was stupid, stupid young. Yeah, he was. It was, it was interesting, because he was like, whoa. Um, but... Um, you know what? Val Kilmer is so fun in this show. Um, I Val really Kilmer like is him. a man who deserves better from life than he got. Yes. He can act. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my favorite one from him is still The Saint. Um, I loved him in that. Huh. Uh, in Before Marshall says Tombstone. <laughs> oh, my God. Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't argue with Tombstone, though. It's so good in that. Of all time but, like, you're a daisy if you do real, real genius, genius. Yes. yes real genius like, was uh, amazing Val top Kilmer. secret yeah oh my gosh Val top Kilmer's secret he was amazing God. yeah i mean is and he's actually got a new like behind the scenes thing for him just him filming doing different things i saw on amazon i'll probably watch because yeah, i like him as an actor because he's had a tough life I yeah mean, because it, it goes back to like he was one of those actors that was doing a lot of cool shit and then just kind of disappeared. Or like yeah. Brendan Fraser, and now Brendan Fraser is like pushed back up into the scene, which is really good because he's one of the good guys uh, type yeah. thing, and he's he's getting more roles and coming back and all this other stuff, which I'm glad to see that. But those uh, are both those are like the three act three of the actors that I would literally probably think of anything they they're in to watch is Val Kilmer, Brendan Fraser, and uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. And by all accounts, they're all really great dudes. Oh yeah, because they were um, they were also, talking about that about his attitude on the on the set was very very good. Yeah, I mean he sells it. He sells Mad Martigan great. It's awesome. I'm love, gonna be uh, interested to hear what's gonna happen if they're gonna bring those characters in on the Willow TV series that they've got planned. So. You may not know this. I think I actually mentioned in the podcast where they actually wrote a sequel trilogy to Willow. Uh, uh, Chris Claremont and George Lucas collaborated on Chris Claremont, obviously, doing the writing. 
because I've read George Lucas's writing. This is not that. It's it's <laughs> actually good. Like I've read the the novelization of Star Wars that George Lucas wrote. It's not good. Oh my god! I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really but they collaborated. Screenplay. It's interesting, and if they use that, and as much as I enjoyed it, I kind of hope they don't, um, because it will. I think they won't because it would react poorly. Because spoiler in it. Uh, you don't see Mad Mart again or Sorsha again. It's Willow and Laura Dannon are the only, and Raul and the other pixie, the brownie, uh, are the only ones you see in that were recurring. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you kind of need the, you need all those familiar characters for really and, to and it make occur- a TV series work. Yeah, but I mean, they did it because it was, it made the story what they needed it to be. And, I mean, it occurred to me that you have to play it right if you're going to write out a character. Um, because, <laughs> look at... I'll, I'll give you two examples uh, in a row because I was since I was adding my movies to the thing. Look at uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, it's been out long enough. They kill John Connor in the first couple minutes of that movie. But I feel like it was okay because it had been so fucking long since the end of Terminator 2. And I forgive it also because it, I think it actually took the story in an interesting direction. Because even though they killed him, it's not like it stopped what happened. Because they already stopped Skynet from being formed. And what happened was a whole new thing. So that was cool. On the other hand, you get uh, Alien 3, which was not too long after Aliens. And they completely destroy the ending of Aliens because the whole thing she fought for was Newt and Hicks, and they're both dead immediately. And not even like in a story way. It's not even like important to the story. It's just because we can't have them in the story. Not like it progresses the story. So it's, you got to be careful with that. So I'm worried about what they're going to do for that Willow series. I, I, I'm very curious. Excuse me. I'm very curious. I hope it does good because it's a good world. It is a good, it's a good story. Um, it, and it's good to have a good it's, non- Game of Thrones fantasy, if you get what yes. I'm saying. Well, I mean, I mean, yes, I do because I don't care about Game of Thrones. Like Game but of Thrones, it's not it's... like uh, all about the killing and death and. Well, even Lord of the Rings. Like... Lord of the Rings is more serious than Willow, and they're going to have a Lord of the Rings series. But it's yeah. you got to have everything in its place. You Game of Thrones type series has its place. Yes. Lord of the Rings, sort of middle ground, has its place, and then you got to have the more lighthearted, fun adventure fantasy because. People want to have fun, especially right now. Oh, yeah. Right now is the time for the fun, not the time for the hardcore series. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And, of course, I'm definitely looking forward to all Anyways, of those. Willow, it better be Zero Space Earth. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the internet. yeah, it, it's still a great show. It, the, it, the special effects don't hold up to the time, of course, because th- this was the beginning of special effects, of CGI. Is it still great? Still a fun show. Zero Space RPs. I love it a lot. It's still a good one. Uh, it, it was a fantasy series that came out when no fantasy series were coming out. Uh, it broke it, a lot of ground. Uh, it, like I said, it was the best until Lord of the Rings came out. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. I, I'm looking forward to the TV show when they finally finish and complete it. I just can't wait. Kathy, what you got? I finished the first season of Lupin. I'm a few se- uh, few episodes into the second season. We're getting a third. Yes, yes. 
So that'll be cool. I I'm liking this a lot. Yes. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it wasn't actually what I was expecting, only having read the the old timey you know, early nineteen hundreds literature, mm-hmm. not the any comic books or anime or any of that stuff about it. <laughs> I don't think it has much to do with the anime, I'll be no, honest. No. That being fair, I suggest the anime, Kathy, you will fucking dig it. Yeah. Castle of Cogostro. Check it out. You'll love it. Oh, I've heard of that. That's on Netflix, right? Uh, I don't know. I own it. It's it's me. Okay. <laughs> well, it's but it's on Netflix. Anyway. If it's on Netflix, by all means, check it out. For free is even better. It, I paid for it. It was worth every penny. So. You'll like it. L. Marshall says the late '80s fantasy from Lady Hawk to Princess Bride to Will. Yes, all. It, in yes. fact, over the last year, I think I've watched all three of those. Yeah. And in fact, I think Princess Bride and Will are are in a uh, battle of wits to see who's the the best fantasy series of that time. And I absolutely love Lady Hawk, though. I, I do. Matthew I Roderick in it. I love Rucker Hauer. Oh yeah. I do, but uh, I th- I I think it's third place to those two. Yeah, yeah. I guess if I was putting all three of them in a row. I shall consult the bones. Tell me nothing. Oh, all right. Um, before we uh, get where she got guns, do you want to talk about the trailer for Eternals? I do. Um, so they finally put out the final trailer for Eternals, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. I don't have any issues with it. Uh, some people were bitching and complaining that they were like, "Meh." I was like, "Nah, it looks like a ton of fun." And I, I like the cast. I love that they realize we've got to explain why these people weren't around in Endgame Correct. immediately. Yes. So they put it in the trailer. Good call. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about, yes, yes, Banyan, that's exactly it. So I follow some people who on Twitter who are cool people, but they really like Taskmaster. And if you know anything about the Black Widow movie, which I haven't seen yet, is people were not a fan of what they did with Taskmaster. As they say, and I quote, they took one of Marvel's most beloved villains and screwed him up. I'm here to tell you, like, I actually was an Avengers fan for the longest time. I barely know who Taskmaster is. These same people were on there going like, oh, I was wondering why Galactus was trending. He's in this in the Eternals trailer. No. No, he's fucking not. That, that is the not fucking Galactus. Celestial. In fact, it's the same fucking Celestial they showed in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yes. And... Galactus is actually a beloved Marvel villain, so it is ironic that they're messing up on an actual beloved one. Not that I denigrate their their love of Taskmaster. Taskmaster is very cool when you look into all his background. I didn't see as much in the 80s and 90s as, you know, it could have been. He is a cool character, no? You're not taking that away, and not saying that they didn't do something different like they did with uh, Ben Kingsley and the Mandarin, which I thought was fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> But uh, you know, let, let's let's keep the idea. That's not Galactus. That's Celestial, and the whole thing is they're tasked with defending the Earth from the Deviants. That's their whole thing. It's always been Eternals versus Deviants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of backstory for them. I don't know what backstory they're going to use. I could spew a lot of comics knowledge at you. The Eternals have never been a big deal in the Marvel universe. The closest they did, <laughs> Taskmaster, <laughs> because they're showing up. Fair enough. Uh, they never a big deal. The most they got was that some of their members had been in the Avengers and never read the Avengers. 
and some of their members should look like classic Greek and Roman deities because that's sort of where they got the idea of deities. They have a fast guy. Looks kind of like Hermes or Mercury. Who knew? Yeah. Gilgamesh looks sort of like Hercules. Though in the Marvel Universe, Hercules is his own different person. With Gilgamesh, it's all good. So. There's a lot. I mean, they explained enough to go. Because they even say, why didn't y'all help in the snap, you know, type thing. You know, why didn't you stop Thanos and all this other stuff. And it was, it explained all enough of it. And I was enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It looked like it's going to be a good joy ride. Um, I don't know if there's. Speaking, technically speaking, Thanos is an eternal. But they didn't, they don't, the one thing I'm kind of curious about this is if they're going to do like an Eternals 2, or if they're going to bring them, you know, fold them into the MCU so we may see those characters in other episodes or other movies. So Kevin Feige's not stupid, I'm sure they have a plan, but I think it's more of fold them in. But they'll do a sequel if it's big enough. Like, yeah. they have levels, like if you get to this level, you're probably, you're fine, you did what you're supposed to do. They have a plan, I never doubt that, that's oh, I'm why sure. I'm going to watch all the stuff they put out. Um, I'm sure, I think they're actually going to go less directly. I think them and Shang-Chi are less directly going to go into the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and the Spider-Man No Way Home. And I think those two are directly related. Yes. I think they're going to go less into that and more into the greater story. And I like they're doing smaller stories because honestly... They shot the moon with the Thanos story and <laughs> I'm here to tell you... They're pretty much delivered. That's fucking impressive, but let's not press our luck on the second one. Yeah, because everybody's wondering, you know, what's who's going to be the big bad guy in the next phase type thing, and I'm like, we've got to get to that phase. Yeah, said of, it. It's Kang the Conqueror. But I'm saying, we, but I mean, to build up to it and everything. He remains. <laughs> he remains. Well, that's literally that's supposed to be Kang the Conqueror. I'm yeah. interested to see how they make it there. No, yes. Albanian, there's no Apocalypse yet. Apocalypse is never that level of villain. Because honestly, at his biggest, Apocalypse gets punked by Thor and the Avengers. I'm sorry. Yeah. But some people are saying that the Eternals may be the catalyst to bring X-Men in uh, for some reason. Maybe. That'd be cool. Uh, I mean, I actually, it. I think, actually, I would put money on... Uh, the two multiverse, the three multiversal ones, because actually Ant Man and Wasp is going to be multiverse too. It'll be interesting. Um, I'm, so. I'm looking forward to it. It looked fun. Um, the action looked fun. I thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. I mean, honestly, I'm in uh, on Shang Chi. I uh, yeah, I'm in for that too. Waiting. I may actually pay thirty bucks on uh, on Disney Pro or Disney Plus to see it early. We'll get some guys over and watch it. Maybe I'll get the Jason and some other guys. Charge admission at um, the door, five bucks a person. No, <laughs> I don't. Give them a popcorn. I don't need to charge more. I just need, need to be worth it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, uh, apparently uh, we are renting a theater for Dune. Me and, uh, me and, uh, uh, and Morton Joe were talking about it. and uh, uh, I want to come over. It's only 250 bucks. It's not even that expensive. Renting what? It really isn't. Twenty the bucks theater. For, theater for Dune. I'm gonna watch it at home. I'm gonna uh, watch it. I want to go to Maryland and watch it with John. <laughs> <laughs> Which that was my other thing. Um, they do say the runtime was two hours and thirty-five minutes of Dune. That was the one thing that I I I'd seen. That's fine. Yeah. 
uh, which I thought was interesting. I mean, I, I would now, love they more. Told me the runtime was four hours. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go see it in the theater. <laughs> they told me the runtime was four hours. I would still watch it because did they, did if they it's good. Intermission it like like Gods and Men or whatever that movie was. The oh, they should. If the intermission is. is should I have no problem with an intermission. For four hours? Yeah, I don't have a problem either. Like, honestly, look at the extended edition Lord of the Rings in the theater. You could watch those with an intermission. Like, Fellowship of the Ring even has the perfect stopping point after they say, I shall call you the Fellowship of the Ring. Great. Where are we perfect going? Intermission. Perfect. Intermission. Perfect. Yeah. But no, I said that somebody had posted that they it was going to be two hours and 35 minutes. And I was like, that's good. Uh, I have no problem with that. No problem with that at all. Uh, I'll watch it at home. I don't have oh, a problem with that. IMAX? Marshall, that uh, might be a little more expensive. Uh, oh, ooh. but wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? Yeah, that would be amazing to watch. I mean, my theaters around here are just okay. My home system is equivalent to the theaters, so I'm okay with that. Plus, I can stop it and go pee when I want. <laughs> so... I heard Free Guy was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. I heard that was just a good, fun movie. Uh, Looks like it's a similar cost there, Marshall. I'll take a look. That would be interesting. We just need to find a place at an IMAX theater, and I can contact them. I'm not that far away. How how long would it take you to drive there? (laughs) When when is that? <laughs> so, but no, I am really looking forward to Dune. I'm uh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't wait to see Eternals. Uh, I'm good for that. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to see Dune. I can wait to see Eternals, but it's another one where I might just get everyone together, and you know, might just get the the people who are local. Maybe mm-hmm. get no uh, get get no nickname Frank and everyone. To come over and we'll just watch Eternals or Shang-Chi or whatever. I mean, I don't mind spending the money. It's not a lot of money as long as it's worth it. Me and Banyan watching it isn't a terrible deal, but it's not like worth it. Yeah. Well, guys, that is our show. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming in and watching, and we appreciate everybody that listens uh, on everything. Um, make sure you keep track. We are going to be, uh, I'm going to look at the poll once we're done. Let's see what we got on that poll, by the way. Uh, complete the poll and the poll, uh, RPG sessions won 42.86% of the votes. So, uh, we will try to do that. It'll most likely be a Tuesday one. John and I are working out some other stuff. Um, let's see what there was. I can't tell what the other ones were, but yeah. So it's unlikely when my role-playing group gets back together, we will stream because that would require, we're going to play in person and that would require a lot of setup. Yeah. Um, But uh, John and I had talked about doing, doing the RPGs already a little bit that uh, it would have to be a Tuesday. It would be like six to 8 PM. We said that we could work out some, some scheduling stuff because as stuff starts to get more in person, you know, you know, no nickname Frank's in the area. We're going to play some games. There are certain days I won't necessarily be able to stream anymore. You'll still get Monday and Sunday. I can guarantee those. The rest are going to be up in the air a little bit. Yeah, and like I said, I may come in and do like, you know, oh, hey, I want to work on something and just load up the stream like John does. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's just go for it and do and putting together uh, Gundams or a painting or well, whatever. 
like I used to. Yeah. Actually, not so much anymore. But yeah. uh, and remember, everyone, next Sunday, it's a charity stream with Sir Arminius. Uh, Arminius, sorry. Uh, and uh, check that out if you can. Be donations for a good cause. Uh, we'll keep putting information out on our Facebook, and I'll and I'll remind you on streams. Uh, we're going to send you out to Mobolt. He is actually playing some MechWarrior 5, so you can watch oh. some uh, more MechWarrior blowing up. Guys, we really appreciate you coming and listening. Please take care of yourself. Please wear a mask. Please get vaccinated. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kelly. Good night. Good night. Actually worked. I split look, the camera. Look, it was actually all look, the camera. I got credits. I got credits. Roll them credits. Thank you for supporting the cod path. Because I can read. <laughs> I got credits up there. Oh, damn.